Slice Audio. Alright, whatever you You want to do it? Okay. We don't have any music and shit this time. We're just going, right? So what you can just hear be soothed by the 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 soothing sounds of the roar of five hundred thousand motorcycles as we descend once again, Dean, to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally here at the Book of Murdoch. This is my twenty first Sturgis rally. Have you ever done a podcast here? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> So yeah, I, um, I, an old version of this show um, was a bit in the motorcycle industry, so I would interview some of my friends that I found were interesting, like Jesse Jerns and stuff like that, but not really. Not one where we're going to sit here and people watch these ugly ding-dongs and talk a little shit, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can appreciate that. <laughs> we just did the... So uh, so before we, before we commence the shit-talking... Let's uh, talk about what's happening here. They just did the B-1 flyover, right? Right, military so, appreciation. It's military appreciation day, so a lot of bikers are veterans, and in, in a way that is not pandering assholey, there's a lot of really cool things that companies will do for some folks who had their fucking hands blown off, and while we all sat here, got fat and talked shit. So, you know, the B-1s come fly over, which is pretty cool. It's a little. It's our version of, like, you know when you see on the news... Like in North Korea, and like they're they're always doing a tank parade, and yeah. everyone's goose stepping up and down because look at us, look at us, right? Our version of that is real cocky. We just all kind of get real fucking drunk while we're watching Quiet Riot, and then on Tuesday the goddamn Air Force flies over to show everybody we're bitching, and like that's kind of our version of it, right? <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of it. I've seen a there. I know COVID's over. Because I see an increase in in Asian and international tourism during the rally. Yeah, they're they're back a little, right? But this year they are um, keenly aware of some of the more uh, easier to make fun of characters here. Would be the nice way to say it. Uh, the another way to say it, what I would imagine they say on themselves back and forth to the plane is, "Oh boy, this is a fucking super trumper." paradise there's less this is what i've noticed okay there's less overall the guy from ohio who was a trumper because he thought it was cool is no is maybe left that shit at home <laughs> he's still got like the you know these fucking colors don't run and his supports Hanging the hell's angels in, yeah <laughs> you know but like he's not as proud about it this year but the ones who are fucking a are they doubling down there's a shirt no, right where are we out? A half a block this way, um, pointing to the corner there, a third in Maine. There's a there's a booth, a t-shirt booth. That's a lot. A lot of this. There's a lot of merchandising that happens here, right? There's a t-shirt booth where there's a shirt that is like branded like the Sons of Anarchy, you know, right. which is douchey in its own right because that's a fake biker gang. You're you're and you're wearing the t-shirt like you're patching into the member of the fake biker gang. But take that aside. It's got that branding, right? But it says Sons of Trump. Like, you got to think even the fucking Trump people are like, eh, that's not what we mean. <laughs> Although it's probably Eric's design, right? Like, all right, well, he can have it. Eric made it. Just put it in. Go sell it to the fucking racists. <laughs> and which is too bad, right? Because this used to be, this rally used to be a, about a freedom that wasn't so arrogantly 
blind to how hateful it is. It used to be kind of keep Sturgis weird. Remember when there was a lot of old fuzzy guys yeah. in the body webbing and like they didn't care. They're just letting it hang out. Fuck you. I'm it was here. It's almost like a drag show. Yeah, a little bit, right? And there was just a little more like it was outlaw, but it wasn't like, you know, it's Trump. It's basically Trump. We got to burn the Trump out of this group like a bunch of fucking warts. And then this place will be pretty cool again. It's cool now, but we got warts. Dean, we got warts. <laughs> you know what's interesting about this is like I just I hadn't talked to an old friend of mine in years and we had just hooked up and I really respect him and 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 he's a mentor of mine I love him but you know we talked on the phone and it became readily obvious that we have uh, <laughs> split some division of politics since the last we spoke and I, I'm not you know whatever I you know I hate the hate the hate the sin love the sinner right is how agree to disagree would be the nicer way to say that right. But I, but I, I let it, accidentally let it slip that I've got a podcast, right? So he's probably going to listen to it. And he's like, holy shit. I am not. I hope we're still friends after this if he's taken in the first episode. If he's a mentor of yours, I, I'm pretty sure he could be listening to this. I know like, he'll never, you know, he's always good about that kind yeah. of stuff. But he is going to call me and talk about a bunch of bunch of deep state nonsense I don't want to fucking hear about. <laughs> I'm on, I Normally I have the patience for it, but when we're in the, when the Bronson, Missouri of the Super Trumper movement here in the Sturgis Rally. I, I just my patience is real paper fucking thin, Dean. Paper oh, thin. But that's not. But like, look at it, like that's not the people. Like I'm sitting here dragging on. It's like a small. It's a warts, right? You got a wart on the bottom of your foot. You got a wart on your butt cheek or your hand. That's not the whole thing. Just because you got a wart, you know, you got to get rid of the warts. But that doesn't mean everybody's a wart. Look at these people. Look at you know what I've noticed? An increase of black people, which is cool. And an increase of old lesbian couples like that one. <laughs> where they just kind of feel welcome, you know? I think that's great. That is great. Um, and, like, you know, it's, it's it's not all a fucking Hitler youth rally here. Although, but it gets that reputation, and I'm certainly not helping by doing 20 minutes on warts. Well, at least not on this part of the street. I'm, I'm sure if we went another part of town, we might... Find that something I've noted. Let me tell you, my on some rally observations. Okay, <clears throat> I was uh, like a block that way. I was just kind of doing a loop, you know. And I noticed there's a touristy sausage sampler, right? Where okay. the, like elk, alligator, yeah. rattlesnake, you know, same sausage tourist place that's in every fucking town in America. And which is my gold buy. Get some free smoked, unique meats. That is my strike zone, Dean. But I passed for the first I couldn't believe it was happening. I said no thank you to your free smoked meats because it's on this main street where certainly there is not a, a, an egregious amount of uh, focus on washing hands and <laughs> grime and dust and whatever. And then it's right next to like the office whatever where all the Hell's Angels sell their merch. Okay. Right? And so I got that's that is that is where I that is where I pass on free smoked meats. On Main Street in Sturgis next to the Hells Angels. Fuck off. I don't want it. I didn't realize they sell merch. Oh, yeah. Look, right over, there's like eight places that they, see, when you see the Support 81, oh, I'm glad you brought this up. So, like, a lot of people think the Hells Angels are like, yeah, they do toy drives, and it's like the TV show without the murder, right? And, like, there are certainly a lot of good dudes that maybe are hell's angels but you know they also sex traffic and sell meth and like it's fucking a real gang right and so like 
the Disney version of it here in the Outlaws, you buy your fucking Hell's Angels gear, and that you know that funds. And this is the only place you can get away with that, right? Oh, I don't know. You can probably buy. There's probably a mall somewhere you buy this shit too in the Southwest, right? Where there's just a level of okayness with it. I don't know. I guess it bo- it bothers me that you shouldn't buy that shit. But like, whatever. The Westboro Baptist dipshits get to say whatever they want, right. and so yeah. that's what's great about this country. If you want to support a stupid fucking biker gang because you think that makes you look tough in your stupid support eighty one bandana and flat bill hat, and then fucking go with God. What do you, what do you, want, do you want me to say, Dean? My dumbass would buy something like, oh, that looks cool, not knowing what it and is. And accidentally do it. Yeah. And that's, so, like, friends of mine have bought it, and I get real bitchy about it, and, like, I've kind of half kicked them out of our joint, right? Like, you can't be wearing that shit in here. You know, you know what I mean? Like, come on. And they didn't know. They're like, oh, yeah, my bad. No worries. I think I'm not going to make you return it and box your ears or anything. I just think it's gross. Look at this. Dean, I was waiting for this, Dean. Our first pair, as we just say, that woman is wearing nothing but support 81 patches on her nipples. Oh. You know what I like about Sturgis? It's like that woman in any joint, in, in any gin joint in America, everybody would say, you know, hey, Kathleen, put your goddamn clothes on. <laughs> it's no an A reference if anybody gets it. But like, uh, not that woman. That woman has a couple beers and slaps a couple of stickers on her big old areolas and walks down Main Street. And she's the belle of the ball. That woman's going to get her picture taken 15 times in two blocks. And no one's going to have more self esteem than that big-titted woman. Right. She's going to feel great about herself. That's what, that's, you know what I mean? That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's not my necessarily cup of tea, but, like, that's that, that woman is a prom queen here. That's the thing we don't see as much of anymore, though. Remember 10, 15 years ago, there'd be one after another. It'd be like a parade of Constant. Them. Well, you know, this demo is getting a little uh, long in the tooth to be flapping their boobs out at fucking <laughs> Tuesday afternoon in the 100-degree heat. It's hot as shit as we sit here and record this. And the, That's hard on an old pair of titties, Dean. <laughs> the secretary from Cleveland is not going to want that to pop up on Facebook. So That is the other thing. Social media is what killed it. You used to be able to come here and, like, wear your sex worker outfit and get fucking wild and, you know what I mean, meet a couple strangers and, you know, all consensual, whatever. Right. And now, because you know, it'll end up on the Twitter... You, you know, you got to keep it keep it Baptist. And that is partially why they're all enraged because they can't just come out here and be cool. So they hate the Democrats and they, you know, think Trump's going to give them back. I'm just, we're going to bring it all back to Donald Trump because we're surrounded by him. Sorry. Anyways, good for that chubby old woman for flapping her boobs out. I don't have that kind of confidence. I, there's no way I could do that. Right? Oh, man. No, that's why I wear black big t-shirts. Right, we're wearing black t-shirts and shit. <laughs> it's 100 degrees Trying to out. hide our love handles. <laughs> D-Ray is wearing a vest. D-Ray, uh, uh, part of the cast here at the, the Home Slice Group. You can hear him on. He's like he's like our head. He's like our Jim Downey. Oh, and he and you know why I like that? He actually made, do you get that reference? The look on his face. Jim Downey was the head writer at SNL for like. You know that's a compliment. Jesus, I guess not. Fuck off. I tried to give... That's like one of the best comedy writers in the last fucking 25 years. And D-Ray's like, I guess. Thanks. Fuck. I love this company so much. I do. The people are like, shut up, man. I've got a beer. I'm off the clock. I don't want your bullshit. I texted a buddy of mine the other day. Wanted to catch up. Like, hey, man, how you been? You want? You got time to chat? And he texted me back. I do. But I don't feel like talking right now. And I thought that was so 
I loved that answer. Not that on like it's not that he doesn't like me. It's like he doesn't right now feel like it, and I understand. Good for him. Fuck yeah, man. You don't want to have. You know what I mean? Like that's what tech texts, right? People are always mad at me because I, I I'll reply when I feel like replying. Sure. And that is annoying to some people, which I get. But I don't have something to immediately say, or maybe I don't know what I want to say. And as I am learning to be less hot-headed, perhaps I will answer when I want to answer. That's a big thing for me, man, to take that extra minute just to look at something before I say anything. Oh, you know where you learn that lesson? When your funny, funny emails come back to you in a deposition. (laughs) Oh, boy, has that happened a couple of times. When you're talking, you're so, so funny to the boss trying to, you know, make him giggle tits, right? And then two years later when they owe you a quarter million bucks and you got to dig through every fucking email, it's not so funny, funny, funny when the lawyer's reading it back to you. (laughs) I mean, it still is kind of, I guess. All right, you want to do the news? I want no. Dean, I, look at I me. Know. <laughs> look I, at I me when it. I when I say this. I don't want any pedophilia in the news no, today. No, nothing like that. Okay. But there's some stuff no that's buts. a little tra- tragic. Tragic's fine. Okay. I just don't want it to have anything to do with children. But I get this message like, hey, let's do a podcast today. I'm like, okay. So I literally just print There's up. all kinds of fucking news going on around us. We can do it without children. Give me the adult news. All right. Olivia Newton-John. Oh, isn't that a bummer? Yeah. Speaking of tragic, that is, is this wind going to fuck all this up? I don't think so. If this sounds like, we should have said this in the beginning of the show. If this just sounds like shit, listen to the next one. (laughs) Whatever. We're doing our best. It's 103 degrees, (laughs) and we're under a tent talking to a bunch of bikers and their old... Look at there's another. Here's look at this outfit. There we go. Apparently, us three are just gonna <laughs> judge some sexy outfits here in Sturgis. <laughs> That'll be the whole podcast. It's just be us getting quiet, randomly <laughs> trying to think of nice things to say about that woman's choice of attire. Is that's what that silence was? No one quite wanted to be mean, but she's not so awful. You wanted to, you know what I mean? You needed to be super nice right away about it, right? I wish I had that much confidence. Look at you. Look at look at Dean. <laughs> Dean, that's that's what you say to your wife when you're like, "How about these earrings?" And you're like, "I wish I had that much confidence." <laughs> okay, Olivia Newton-John. That's that. She's the Grease Lady. If you Dream, don't know, yeah. what else is she known for? That's probably about it. Well, she's a very uh, famous singer in uh, oh, Australia. My theater yeah. friends are gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> Star of stage and screen. And also, just because we're in the rally doesn't mean you're off the fucking hook for the Vicky Powers burger. I thought you were going to say that. Well, we, I, was, I was waiting for you to say something to lead off with the news. I was hoping you would have forgot. No, I'm not going to forget. Are <laughs> uh, you telling me once again? Hey, here's where I'll let you off the hook. There, I was supposed to watch a movie called The Velosa Pastor like seven fucking months ago so I could give an update on it to these people. <laughs> yeah. And I just I don't feel like it anymore. Is that like, like one of those sci-fi channel with like a yeah it, no, dinosaur it, that's a pastor? No. Well, kind of. As I understand it, the, this pastor goes to China to fight some ninjas, Christian ninjas, okay? And then and then meets a woman, I think, who's a maybe a sex worker. And I, I think they might hook up. And then maybe she's got some drug money problems in the jungle so they go head out i'm real i haven't seen it i want to see this movie i'm just i want you to watch it 
And then tell me how close I am. Is this where you're going to take and get high? I am going to delegate. No, I'm actually. This is your punishment for not having the Vicky fucking what's or nuts tree massacre something or other. You have to watch the Velocipaster and then tell everybody about it. All right. Dean does the movies. Okay. Uh, well, let me finish the Velocipaster quick. So then he go. They go out to the jungle to deal with some drug dealers who are not, I believe, the Christian ninjas. They, these are just different Chinese drug dealers. Okay. Okay. And then in that foray. He gets attacked or scratched or bit or something by a velociraptor. Or it's some ancient Chinese medicine okay. velociraptor sure. or something. And then he can, when they get all back, turns out fucking A, he can turn into a velociraptor. And so now he's like a, they got to go back to the States, I think, because they work out the whatever shit's happening in China, right? <laughs> then they get back to America, and then they got to fight some fucking like Christian ninja thugs. <laughs> To like we're, I don't know what they're trying to work out. Some sort of like, it's the Velocipaster may be the modern Martin Luther. We don't know. Oh. But you watch. Okay. And you tell me. Um, can we take? I'm gonna take a quick hot minute break while you gather gather you rosebuds about the news, and I'm gonna d- do this quick. <laughs> okay. Let's now we're back to do the news. I'm gonna sing your. I'll sing your since you don't have a. Dun 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 dun! Wait, did fucking air supply just come on as I'm trying to do your? I, they might have a band coming up. Oh, good. We, that'll be good for the podcast. Yeah, well, well, that'll keep us on point. Actually, I'll tell. Let me plug the band. It's Nate Botsford, who is a, a pretty fantastic country act. If you, that's your jam, I caught a show of his a couple nights ago. It's pretty good. Okay, Ray, do the news. We might be on a clock. Here we go. Bum 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 bum. Dean does the rally news. Do you uh, want to talk about lightning strikes? Yeah, since you are a survivor of one, lay it on me. So there was the big lightning strike in Washington, D.C., right in front of the Capitol. I Killed. do not know about this. Oh, yeah. You watch the video of that. I've been busy. and Boom. It, the storm comes through, big light, and kills three people. Jesus, really? One, one person survives. But this is the best part of the story. The mom gets in and says she was saved because she had Birkenstocks. Wait, What? So uh, the big shoe, the Birkenstocks. I know what Birkenstocks. Listen, it's, <laughs> did you not watch? Do you not realize I know what fucking Birkenstocks are? Come on. They said because it's so thick. The, the big soul, leather sole saved her. So no shit. It, it, it knocked her down, and the Secret Service ran over and had to use a defibrillator on her. But they but said she came back too. Yeah, her feet and hands didn't explode. And God, I want to talk to that woman. Yeah. Unlock the secrets to the universe. Did, did, were you wearing Birkenstocks when you were struck by lightning? No, I got these red wing shoes on. Well, maybe those are those got a nice rubber sole to them. Maybe they do. Maybe that saved your precious heart. I don't know. I was standing like four inches of water, so. <laughs> Jesus, Dean, didn't know that. Just, just in case we got to futz the insurance, if you have something bad to you later, let's not talk about the water you were standing in. Workman's comp paid Timmy! for my... Timmy Grablander joining us on the news. We're recording an episode of my podcast. You've been here at Home Slice for about a month or so now. How do you like it? It's okay. What What can we do better to better equip you for success? Let's see. More snacks. We can arrange more snacks. That's no problem. I love your style, by the way. You just show up here, and everyone's like, "You're like we're doing military day, and you're kind of dressed like a British Revolutionary soldier." I fucking love it. I think you're killing it. It was it's uh, Sergeant Pepper. That's you got a real Sergeant Pepper vibe to you. I, I dig it. You're killing it. 
Okay, Dean's doing the news. Lay it on us, Dean. All right, Lake Mead Federal Park, country's largest reservoir, Las Vegas. Yes, I've been. But bodies keep washing up. But did you say bodies keep yeah. washing them? They found like four more of them now in the last couple months. Oh wait, is this a climate change thing? Like I, Lake uh, Mead? Hold on, like, shit. We gotta wait for the shitty bag of music to go by. Look at this fucking asshole and his stupid fucking tattoos. Hi. Look at my big front wheel, and I'm going to make sure everybody knows I'm listening to Johnny Cash, therefore I'm cool. Fucking I get it that you got nice speakers, but I'm recording a podcast, and no one thinks you're cool. Everybody thinks you're a douche. No one will say it to your face. Oh, my God. So Lake Mead. So country's largest reservoir. Right. Water, and the water's going dipping down, down and, and they are finding they're, bodies. They're finding Is this a bodies. mob thing? Oh, it has to be. They what, don't know. Wait, what if it's like building the reservoir? Didn't a bunch of people die? Boy, yeah, I guess that could have been. Well, it might not be just mafia murder. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the first thing I thought of, though. Yeah, it makes the story better. They're investigating is pretty much where that ended. Well, I'd say come back with an update, but for fuck's sake, we can't get one ever. (laughs) What else is happening, Dean? (laughs) All right, what else we got? Before we get sound checked out of here by some other shitty bagger. Want to talk some sports? I'd love to talk some sports. Serena Williams retiring. I heard that. Um, that the the Williams sisters were were uh, and uh, were like one of the one of the first as like a as a small town pig farming kid watching watching a little ESPN on Saturdays while you're eating your Fruit Loops and shit. The the Williams sisters were like a first like attraction to black women thing as a youth. See, I, I, you were watching tennis? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a natural uh, uh, fascination with women's tennis, Dean. <laughs> it's the outfit, isn't it? <laughs> no, you know, and the noise. And, like, you don't know why you like it, right? But, like, you you know, it just... But basically, she's... Uh, she's retiring. She's retiring because her I, daughter, Olympia, says, I want to big sister or little sister and so she's like yeah I think I want to do the family thing now well I mean she's not winning you know yeah I suppose right is tennis like golf where you can go to tennis courts and just show up and make a fucking bunch of money for a while oh right? that'd, be, that'd be awesome like she's got that's nice to like it's hard to feel bad for her as she, as any giant celebrity is going to retire off a billion dollars of sponsorships but I'm there gonna is say, every commercial I see is some you know here's join Netflix Here's this brand I'm wearing. Yeah, she probably hasn't made money It ain't money the same, tennis. though. Being the being the person that just gets paid to be the person and being the person that's the gangster out on the tennis court are different things. That's why you do feel bad just a little bit, right? Like every time a lion gets taken off the jungle, you're like, <laughs> God damn. They are gangsters. Gangsters. Those, those two, pretty good, man. I wonder if her sister's like extra happy now. <laughs> Because she didn't keep playing, right? Yeah. Because she's still kind of got the good... I don't know shit about women's tennis. No. Other than I liked it in high school and didn't understand why. I can't tell you who's good. All right. Pfizer. Oh, uh, good. This is nice, big. A nice, bright, happy story about this a pharmaceutical be, company. This is pretty good. What be could good. go wrong? They're doing the trials right now, uh, uh, vaccination against Lyme disease. How is this still a thing we not haven't figured out? Yeah. Dean, I don't have time for fucking Lyme disease anymore. There's <laughs> monkeypox and there's COVID. Like, Lyme disease is one of those, like, check for ticks. You don't have to worry about it. When's the last time you checked for ticks? I constantly check for ticks. <laughs> When's the last time you've checked for ticks? 
when I go out, yeah. If I'm, you got to check for ticks. Yeah. Quick look in the shower. Okay, city people. City people listen to this show, Timmy. Yeah. And they don't know what it's like to grow up or live in this small little world we live in, right? So I'm going to tell all you city people how to check for ticks. Dean, if you have any advice, feel free. Uh, but, like, especially if you find yourself to be a little fuzzier, you got to dig in a little deeper. Ticks, if you go out into the woods or you go camping or you go, or you go out in the grass, you also have to watch out for chiggers. Yeah. Chiggers are a real thing. Can't see them, though. Chiggers are a fucker. But, oh, like, let's just talk about ticks today, Dean. Uh, so you get, you know, your camp and then you get back home. And then it, the next time you're in the shower, you immediately have to head to toe. Make sure these little buggers aren't trying to attach anywhere, and they will specifically look for areas that are nice and warm that you don't uh, take care of, <laughs> like your taint, or your armpits, or your hair. You know, are you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they'll just dig in, and that's how you get Lyme disease. And the worst part is if you have pets like cats or small dogs that climb sure, up on they, your lap, you and know, all of a sudden you got ticks. And now you on got you. ticks, but like ticks, we don't have time to worry about ticks anymore. Fucking Lyme, like check for ticks, and you don't have to worry about Lyme disease. Is all that right. true? Is that might be all bullshit? Sean, director of Takebacks, I can walk that back next episode. But now there's a vaccine. No, no, they're they're trying to make one. We don't even have one made yet. No. That's why I thought it was important. That's not why you thought it was important. I did. I did. I, I, I Lyme disease is big out here. Okay. I thought. Is it be- still big out here? Yeah. See, this is my thing. I've never once had to ever. I check for ticks. I don't have to worry about Lyme disease. Like I, if I, if I, what? How do you know you have Lyme disease? Uh, I think it starts kind of like flu-like symptoms, and then it's turn. I think it's neurological after that. Something. It's it's bad news. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that if you get Lyme disease, no. you're fucked. I'm just saying right now, like there's monkeypox, there's COVID, there's fat fucking things. Like my dentist died from Lyme disease. Your dentist died from Lyme disease. Yeah, okay. It, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Lyme disease is what we need to worry about. And, like, I should calm my tits about monkeypox no. a little. I just saw that one. That like hey, I want to talk about monkeypox. Since we're surrounded by a bunch of guys who still call people fags, I want to let, let you. This is so serious. They all, like, you listen to these conservative people on the news talk about, like, oh, monkeypox. That's only a problem if you're a gay guy. You got to quit that shit, man. Let's knock it off. It's not, that's, that's how... We would have fixed AIDS a bajillion years earlier if we wouldn't have just put them in a corner and not have any compassion for them. So knock it the fuck off. Those are your common people. Something's wrong. You gotta help. You gotta be the. Don't be the problem. Okay. Scientists recorded the shortest day on Earth since the invention of the atomic clock. What? Jesus. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on. I just need a minute. I was going back over my last little bit to see if I wanted to retract anything, and no, I don't. It's 2022. Fucking grow up. Uh, start over. So you have my full attention. <laughs> okay. Scientists have now recorded the shortest day on Earth since the invention of the atomic clock. Oh, it's like happened? Yes. When was it? Uh, well, this past this, June? This, yeah. Or July or whatever? Something like that. Or no, wouldn't it be in the winter? Wouldn't the shortest day be in the winter? It says June. Wouldn't the longest day be in June? Uh, probably, yeah, longest day. Do you mean like, in in wait, you don't mean like daylight. You mean One, like... 1.59 milliseconds... Because we do everything with an atomic clock now. Right. Everything's based off of that. So, like one day last month, it was the literal shortest, not amount of daylight, but just amount of time. Like we're everybody. Just a little bit faster. Oh, we are? Do you know why that is happening? No idea. Oh, I don't, you need to be. I'm not a news guy or a science guy. You don't need guy. to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's, I'm just asking. 
Okay, what else you got? Um, talk about the city pools. The what now? City pools. Are the rapid city pools? Yeah, they're closing down, and now the dogs get to go play in the pools. Oh, I really like that communities do that. Right. So, like, you're, oh, so you brought me a nice, light, local story. Yes, this I is exactly one. what I'm talking about, Dean. This is how I want to wrap every, like, when, when those of you living in Chicago or New York or Tampa that listen to this, I would like to tell them about the night. Like, I did a lot of, yeah, I was a little hard on some of these super trumpers out here, right? But, like, the hills are great. And this, what a nice story. When we get to the end of our pool and we're done letting the pool babysit our children in the summer, you get to bring your pup and have it jump in. Let's bring Francis down. Oh, no. It's, she's too old. And she leaks things. If you are stressed and need some type of... Dis- just good, watch just that, to sit right? And watch these dogs in a pool. I like that. Yeah. And it's not like it's full pool. They, they just, like, if you yeah. just can't... If you just can't get, get it together enough... To actually call a therapist, but you need to take 10 fucking seconds to just feel good about yourself. Go find when your local community pool is letting the dogs in and just watch that son of a bitch. I, you're right. That yeah. is pure dopamine. That is that. It's hard to be in a bad mood. We should set up a little camera and just live feed that. We really should. That's a good idea. We should get just give away, let's let's okay. let's get to cooking on that a little. Nice. Oh, I like your nice local story. Okay, Appreciate that, was, that. I see. I worked hard on that one. You didn't. Have, it's not you. Act. You didn't have to find it. It's not. You're not Nick Cage in the fucking whatever movie where he steals the thing. It, you just googled it. Calm down. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know, you're like nine news. weeks late on my fucking Vicky. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to hear your uh, your complaints. When you know what I mean, like you got to bat, you got to you got to get your batting average up before you get to lodge your grievances, Dean. The callback is going to be: it wasn't just Vicky Powers Park; it was a whole bunch of them. Actually, also, and like, like take back Sean's guy. I just know he's writing it. He's already probably already sending in a text as he's listening to this. All I do is say, "Oh yeah, we'll get to that next week on this show," and then we'll, you know. Velasa like, Pastor is what I have to work on. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever heard of the movie Velasa Pastor, Timmy? The Velasa Pastor. Dean's going to do a screening and then report back on it. Um, you want to hear... Okay, I'll... Let me, you want to... So this is my 21st Sturgis Rally. You want to hear some funny rally experiences? I love it. I was um, embarrassingly singing Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby on stage at the Lot American when the Hells Angels uh, guy got shot. Remember when that guy got clipped in the hip a few times? Yeah. So, like, I, you remember that? yeah, yeah. I was on. I was in the bar. I was on stage when it happened. Do like karaoke or just no? Like I was singing around? with Judd Hoos. Like oh. we were, we just we used to do a bit right where I would just get up and you know I was still on air right, and I was one of the, you know you know and douchey radio guys think they can just get up and sing with the band whenever they want. I was still one of those guys right. I hadn't heard my lesson yet. Anyways, we did we would do Ice Ice Baby because I can do it. Like you know what I mean? I can do it cold right, and like I you know because that's about. That's not about being a good singer. That's about being a good karaoke ding dong to the crowd. It's all call and response. Okay. So, like, I hear a noise and it sounded like a snare drum blowing. Like, if you blow a snare drum head, it's got a real sharp, weird click, right? So, I look back at Shane and he's still drumming along. Then, a couple seconds later, I hear the same noise and I'm like, that's weird. And then you see, like, the same time you feel the air change in the room, you see, like, oh, fuck, that guy just got shot. And then in your head, you want to, like, okay, act cool so you don't look like a pussy because there's a shooting going on. But in your mind, you're also going, it's time to get the fuck out of here calmly and rationally. It's a real strange thing. And then we went up to the green room, 
and we're like, holy shit, that's what's going on here, right? And the and the cops kind of knew it was all, I don't know, happening, and so like they were all there, and so like. The scariest part of the whole thing was not really the actually watching that, not watch, I didn't see anything, I just saw an aftermath, right? But like, when the cops, there's a bajillion cops, right? And a lot of these guys are like, you know what I mean? This is a summer gig, right? Like, just how your kids will take a tourism job, like a cop can come and be a cop at the rally, you know? And because we need the cops, right? But yeah. some of them are real, like, they've been, I've been waiting, I've been waiting for this my entire life, right? And so like, you know, I'm walking to when they figure out, hey, you guys got to get down. They don't know what's going on. And they are just trying to do the job. But, like, walking down the steps, I had, like, three or four laser lights from a from a rifle scope on my chest. And that is the most scared I've ever, I think, been. Yeah, that was real. That was real. That happened. So, you know, I you know, you have your lightning strikes, Dean. I got, a, I got some fucking crazy stories in me. That wasn't even where I was. That wasn't even the rally story I was gonna tell. I was gonna tell something a little lighter. Oh uh, no, I like that one. Okay, you know what I think there's the, every year that this town hires like seventy bajillion bartenders and servers, right? And because we're you know we're in an upper Midwest area where everyone's like, I'm not gonna show my tits for some tips, right? But like those same people, like every day, right? They like take another strip off a t-shirt, right? And then, and then by like by the last Saturday of this thing of Sodom Gomorrah, you're like you've been living in sin long enough to where you're like fuck it, you just got a little patch of areola hanging out, right? <laughs> this place will change you, man. It'll change you. I w- uh, it was it was in Custer a back a while back, right? And the the Custer version of the bikers that come here are real lame, dude. Like they got like the, the the guys can't park and they and that and that and the like wife can't ride but was too bitchy to ride on the back so he got her a bike and she and she's got he's got to like drag her ass out so she can get going on the street like she's on training wheels and everybody's wearing new leathers and like new vinyls because they're not really bikers they're just rich enough to come play bikers for right. oh they suck they just suck so bad they wouldn't make it. 10 seconds down here in Thunderdome. Oh, my. We're in the epicenter of this bitch. There's some real bikers, man. There's some real bikers. Bikers, bikers. Biker gangs, bikers, bikers. There's tourist bikers, too. But, like, in the out in the suburbs of this son of a bitch, it's all New Balances and Nance dragging her ass off the streets so you don't cause a wreck falling off your bike like Biden. It was a bummer, man. It's more fun downtown. All right. Anything else? That was it. Next week, I want a goddamn Vicky Park. You, you, you. I'm, 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 because he's worthless. I'm, I'm putting you in the mix. I want graphics of the Vicky fucking what's her nuts tree massacre update. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Book of Murdoch Rally Edition. We may maybe do another one of these. This is kind of fun. We didn't get to people watch. Look at, uh, look at Kid Rock's chubby older cousin. Who still wears camel shorts and deal? That guy deals probably not methamphetamine, but that guy's slinging a, a healthy amount of black market weed yet. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs>
Executive producers, Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this. Uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.